Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast, the wrist-tickling world of virology, brought to you by the dynamic duo of two Montreal watch enthusiasts. Enjoy dad jokes and bad puns as we deep dive into new releases, trends, reviews, and everything watch-related. Now sit back and rest assured you'll have a good time. We are back. It is the Big Black Clock. Wind up, worn and wound, watch time, wonderful wind down, extravaganza <laughs> weekend of America. Last weekend was what I just said. <laughs> and we embarked on a trip. Carl actually came with us. Couldn't make it to the episode today because, you know, he need to get back to the jail. They gave Because he wasn't invited. They yeah. gave him a, a good weekend out of jail, but now he's back where he belongs. The streets are still safe. And Rafi came with us on this very joyous occasion. So we have him here today. Welcome, Rafi. Hello, hello. Always nice to be here. Very excited. A big fan of the BBC, not what you think of. He mistook this podcast for something else. I thought it was a serious interview. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but it's fine. <laughs> and then he was yeah, like, oh, this is BBC about this is as well. For serious yes. interviews. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking up, honey. That's what I was looking up. <laughs> and then we got Dimitri. Welcome, Dimitri. Oh, thank you. Well, Dimitri never left. Uh, notice, how I didn't, notice how I didn't say it's nice to be here. Oh, stop. He has yeah. to be here. It's commitment. So, yeah. It's just like so, this yeah, let's, streak. Let's just continue. Yeah, let's just go. Let's just continue. So we had a very nice, I'm going to say intimate weekend. <laughs> we we found a, I really have to say, you know, congrats. It was Rafi. Props to him. He found us a really good hotel really nearby the Altman building, near watch uh, time as well. And it would have been perfect with one thing is just, we were four guys in this room and there was, it, was, it wasn't two queen size beds. No, no, no. It was two double beds. A double might be generous in this case. It was, we were getting close to, you know, pancake territory. It was very intimate. It was intimate. It was intimate. We could... You know, we got closer to each other in every way. Yeah, we yeah, did. yeah. We could smell what uh, the each other's deodorant. Our connection uh, got uh, much closer, oh, yeah. much better. Since, yeah. But it was really good play. The spot was great. Really good time. Yeah, we could so, have used some better weather. But other than that, I think everything else was nice. One day out of two. One I day out of two. I think yeah. Friday was bad saturday got really good after um after yeah saturday afternoon right after breakfast yes yes was like it was, yeah. it, was nice. it was very nice when we were leaving when we were at the airport uh, on sunday morning <laughs> that was the weather was really oh yeah good. nothing better than newark airport. very sunny um yeah. but i think no it's laguardia but i think new york's one of those things right when it rains i find it's like miserable you're just walking around it's awful you get those you know the great smell of the city and then when it's sunny, it's just like this whole other vibe. It's really great, but uh, it's a very seesaw, I have to say. Anywho, but let's jump right in on this wind-down extravaganza with a little wrist check. Dimitri, what are you wearing this week to commemorate? Commemorate. So what I have is uh, this great Canadian brand that we have interviewed uh, this year, Momentum. Finally got the C-Quartz that I've ordered what, in May, I think. It's, uh, so unfortunately, it was a second batch, so it took a bit more time to get it. But uh, you've been wearing it since then. It's uh, it's an amazing, I think, alternative to a, let's say a Seiko style, like a Seiko diver watch. So uh, what I mean by that is a like a daily kind of beater diver that is uh, quite affordable, but also can take on anything. It's uh, it's super well built for like three hundred dollars. It's amazingly built. Quality is great. It's a forty-two millimeter unidirectional bezel, 300 meters of water resistance. It's a quartz movement, but the most important aspect, I think, and the most the coolest part of it is that this is the watch that Tom Selleck wore in Magnum PI in season one. 
So the best season, obviously. Uh, I think season oh, yeah, one, two, three. He got no, the season, season one, three, two, three. Before yes, he... yes. And then it, 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 oh. it the, the 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 show became so popular that Rolex got involved after that, and the rest of the GMT season, Master Two. Yeah, GMT <laughs> Master Two, Pepsi Bezel. Okay, so even more because I no, thought it was no. only season one that he wore this, but this is amazing. And uh, for for I don't know if he still do it, but for a period of time, if you bought the watch from uh, Momentum, you would also get the same Hawaiian shirt that he wore on the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, we yeah, ordered. We the got it on early, the second so. batch. Yeah, two things on that watch, but excellent watch. Sapphire bezel. Yes, it is sapphire bezel. That's pretty cool, and that bracelet bracelet is very, very well built. Oh, it's amazing! And yeah. you know what? Like, I I do love that clanky jubilee that Seiko has, because it's it, it, despite not being very high quality, it's extremely comfortable and easy to wear. It's almost like wearing like a like a NATO or like a rubber band because it's it just it it's so soft and it's so it, it hugs your wrist so well. I'm very, very happy with this. This is, a, I think, a As am I. In fact, I, buy, I bought it at the same time as you, uh, Dimitri, and, and I wore it straight for like two weeks, I think. In fact, since I got it, I, I wore it every day. Very comfortable to wear. Very cool. Grab and go. 300 meters of water to dis- yeah. water yeah, grab and go. as that's, well is going to be great in the summer. That's yeah, how yeah. I describe it. Yeah, and w- w- what are you wearing, Rafi? So um, in honor, I guess, of the... Uh, the reason why we're here today. So I'm wearing the Isotope. It's the watch that I wore when we were at uh, Wind Up uh, for the simple reason that the uh, Isotope was going to be there. So I wanted to represent. Uh, I purchased the watch, in fact, the day it came out. So the this is the Isotope uh, Zero Degree GMT. Uh, it's the Terra Maris uh, version. Um, it comes in, uh, it's the same GMT watch, just that it comes in uh, a brown and blue kind of a sea and uh, land type of um, dial. Uh, I wear this watch every time I go on a trip. I wear it in the water. I wear it everywhere. It's so easy to change the strap on this. I go from the leather uh, brown strap that it came on and I put it on a rubber strap, go in the water. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, that's why I wore it. I wanted to uh, I wanted to represent and I was really excited to go see the other watches that Isotope had. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm wearing today. 200 meters of water resistance uh, as well. It's uh, it's a great very, watch. Very cool, dude. Yeah. And there's a link, right? Because your your spouse is Portuguese. Correct. This watch is a Portuguese connection. Yes. And the owner's Portuguese. And, and you the, were like, I want to party with well, you. The, I want to party with the you. The reason I bought it is because last year I was going to Portugal in the summer. And it kind of timed out that way. So I, I bought it just before I left. It was released just before I just before the summer. So I bought it and I took it to Portugal with me. And like I said, I was wearing it everywhere. It's great. Great travel. So watch. it sounds like you oh, had no wonderful. choice. You absolutely had to buy this. That's what I exactly. said. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I am wearing a Seiko. Uh, now discontinued the SRP. I think it is the 773. So it's the blue dial, uh, the blue variant of the Seiko Turtle that came out at about 2016. Um, 200 meter prospects line put it on a gray nato uh i think it's a great uh weekend watch um just an amazing a really cool modern seiko uh hard to argue with that i really like this as well in the black version and probably pick one up before they are totally off the market but special about this one chapter ring aligns which is uh wow that's i know <laughs> did you have to pay extra for that no but you have to really look at those images on eBay when you're looking. You're like, ah, that one lines up. And you got to ask. And uh, yeah. Anywho, so yeah, that's what I'm wearing. 
let's jump right in. We got a lot to go through here. We got there Friday morning, very early. Got right there to the event. The event starts at noon at the Altman Building. If you haven't been there before, um, Wind Up is a one of three events that happens in the United States. First one in Chicago, San Francisco, then Chicago, and then finally ending of the year in New York. It is hosted and you know run by Warren and Wound. If you don't know them, look them up. Uh, they love us. And then we, um, what they do is they host a series of brands to have a free, which I think is very important, watch fair. Brands can sit there with their different booths, display their watches, but not only that, tell their stories, get people to hold them, feel them in the flesh, chat about it. And then if they're interested, buy them. Not always on the spot. Some of them more this year than last. That was my first observation. We're selling on the spot something they didn't have last year. So we got there and maybe... Some with a discount as well. Some with a discount. And with that discount, man, was it interesting. Things like Braver, ooh, which we'll talk about. Sure, I'm sure you guys had that. The discount was uh, something. Oh, yeah. So let's talk. My, my first takeaway, and maybe we just jump right in there. The event got bigger. That's what she said. I recall last time, last year, the number of brands that were there. The first thing that's telling is that when you're walking in the venue, when last year when you used to go downstairs, downstairs was more like they had one booth to take pictures while you're at the venue. A coat check, if I'm not mistaken. Dimitri remembers that Rafi couldn't make it last time. Yeah, yeah. my memory is uh, notoriously very good. Well, I'm going to. Re- Dimitri's going to remember this. Dimitri, there was a bar downstairs. Yes, <laughs> immediately. Uh, How much were the beers? Yeah, they had a Stella and IPA. That like he knows all yeah. the, <laughs> the menu. Four fifty. There was a rotating yeah. menu. And there was a there was a lunch menu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this time there was no bar. Why? Because the entire downstairs floor had another extension to the venue with another let's say i would say at least a dozen brands downstairs oh yeah it got Easily. more much much Easily, bigger yeah. you could tell right away looking at the wind-up list we we're looking at all the brands it got significantly better i would go so far as to say that i think there's at least 30 to 35 percent more brands at this and there were more than just watch brands you had brands that were starting to sell ebay was there you had uh james brand that has a lot to do with everyday carry you have a bunch of different um Wind up actually had like leather own. goods, leather goods, well, pens. Like Filson pens. was there as well, Filson right? They, they, was they, they sort of do leather, they do a canvas stuff, exactly. There were a bunch of Seiko wall clocks, one of the kiosks oh, yeah. at Seiko, Seiko wall clocks, yeah. yeah. That was the yeah, exactly. So, that was my first takeaway. The, the it got significantly better, which is a good sign when we talk about the community and if you're interested in watches and the micro brand. But I think that is telling. We've been talking about it for years, micro brands are exploding, and I think that was my first. Yep observation of the weekend it was large it was larger than we had ever seen it while wind up uh while sorry watch time pretty much was the same i don't know dimitri if you recall to me it was pretty much the same almost the same layout i think it was exactly the i think same. it was exactly the same yeah absolutely and even in like location wise yeah but even the number of brands i think was exactly the same if not even less so. maybe the same uh, but I agree, like wind up gotten significantly bigger. And this like the basement last year was uh, more of a like a relaxation area plus the bar. Now there was no bar and no nothing, just more more booths for the uh, for the brands. But if you also notice that booths downstairs and upstairs as well, they got significantly smaller for some of them. Yeah. So that they could fit more different brands. So yeah, it's, it seems like if it continues the same way, next year they're going to have to move to a new building. Let's see, absolutely. Because it's just there's just no room. Oh, yeah. So that was my first observation. Who wants to go next? What do you guys, another takeaway from the weekend or the wind up or watch time? We're going all over the place, guys. 
being the first we're going everywhere being the being my first experience i guess for for something like this and and and, and you guys know like i was really excited uh first of all because i love new york oh yeah uh and uh and i was really excited to 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 go back and and and, and kind of experience it differently um i love the idea that you could literally just walk into the building and you know everything is there there's no there's no there's Line. no charge to attend the event yeah. Uh, yeah and it was uh and and everybody i mean the most of the brands were all there they were really you know willing to talk to you about everything uh learned a lot you can ask the questions you can handle all the the watches or pra- practically all the watches no problems i found that crazy just the idea of you can grab any model put it on your arm take pictures ask questions and there were so much people i i don't even know how they were controlling all that but it was really great to have that kind of accessibility uh to all the brands definitely yeah and uh, to add to this i mean obviously it's the second year we're going uh, the impression let's say from my perspective is a bit different it's mostly uh, seeing some brands again that maybe you had doubts about and changing your mind completely or maybe even again there were still some brands that i haven't discovered uh, they were not there last year or just brands that are new in general that we get a chance to see and talk to the people behind them and then uh, I was like seriously impressed by some of them that I'm going to talk about later. Um, but in general, it is amazing. I think these events uh, to be able to go and talk to the people who actually started the brand in person, and they're always—I mean, oh, I would say like almost there's probably much no exception. Every single person that we talked to was so open to talk about. So you you see how much passion they have about their brands and how much they really want to share about how they got to the point to the place they are. Uh, today uh, and it's really awesome i wish i wish more events like this existed for bigger brands as well i think because they're not necessarily selling on the spot or selling for you to go take it online they don't come with you with the attitude of what can we yeah. get you to buy one today like it's more like what do you know and however this year was a bit different that's true and the thing yeah. is it comes to buying yeah. yeah it was a little bit different but i didn't feel that it was still they were pushy no one felt pushy and you know, Ruff, Ruff said it well. You know, when you see the the fans walking around, and you wrist check people, like they all have nice watches. Like really, they're all geek watches too. A lot of them had geek watches. I saw stuff that I was like, "Fuck, that's cool." I haven't seen that in years. Kevin just used my Starbucks name. Yeah, Ruff. I heard you. Ruff. Don't don't think I didn't Which, hear you. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, this is a podcast, so you, you, should, you should be able to hear him. Yeah, people were there. Wearing a lot of interesting brands. So it wasn't really like a, it didn't feel like it was at a, a sales pitch. It didn't feel like that. A lot of them were really just talking about their brand. The first thing I felt when he walked in, you know, the sponsors, the main sponsor to me that stood out was always Oris. I think that's the big brand. Oris is like the coolest brand in the world. <laughs> like, not only were they at wind up, they're also at watch time. And they're unapolog- unapologetically, uh, unapologetically. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Um, themselves. The people are great at their booth. They have all their watches laid out. And when you see them in the flesh, you go, that's great. That's great. That's great. And the one that seemingly had a lot of, we'll say, I'm not going to say negative buzz, but maybe it wasn't a hit that they were expecting was that Kermit because they would have already sold out. It was limited. But that watch is kind of going for the retail price when you look at it online. That's a fucking, you know, as much as I, as it got maybe a lot of flack, it's a really great watch, that Kermit watch. It is a very nice watch. And I saw that both. I was like, that's really cool. And you know what? They had Kermit dolls next to it. And they really love that watch. Yeah. Like, here, pushing. take pushing a look at it. this. Yeah. Look how great that's it great. is. 
I still give it the knock on the legibility. I don't think it's a very readable watch because of the green and the way that the hands are. But it's still a great fucking watch. I tried it on both watch time and wind up. And I was like, this is great. Um, but you're saying it's limited. Is it? Is it? Is it limited? I don't think it's the part of the regular production line. Is it? I, I don't think it's limited as in numbered limited. No, no, maybe I, I not. A, I don't believe it is. N- maybe not a number, but I don't think it's going to be there for years maybe to limited come. Limited production or something. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't be perhaps. surprised if next year they come up with another color and the green one. They've, they're done. Whatever's out there is what's out there, right? A different Muppets collaboration, perhaps. Who? Which next Muppet should it be? Gonzo, a blue Gonzo. That'd be cool. Was Gonzo okay, blue? Brown. Uh, uh, Fozzie bear, not, oh, or, uh, brown Fozzie bear, yeah. maybe, or something like that. Or the that's, or who's the um, the little shrimp that constantly is? Um, yeah, that, he's he's more of a secondary yeah. character. I don't think so. Who else is big in then? <laughs> a Miss Piggy Pink? No, that wouldn't be good. Gonzo Blue is Cookie Monster there? No, too? no, he's a uh, he's Sesame Sesame. Cookie no, Monster is Sesame, Sesame Street. It's still part of the same Muppet, so it it could be. I mean, it's not because I think that would be the obvious choice because of the color schemes that they already have the you know blue, blue orange maybe like the, the yellow uh, uh, fuzzy the the bear i don't think yellow big maybe a big bird yellow fuzzy big was bird a would yellow be, bro what else here <laughs> you know brown like the color of money <laughs> he's a different he's different colors on images oh is he yeah <laughs> you sure that color bright bro <laughs> no no he is wait no he's yellow I think we're talking about different ones. It's like that in New Girl when he's speaking to the black guy. He goes, if you think this is black, what color do you think are you? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Did you call him no, Fonzie? Fonzie. <laughs> oh, you call him Fonzie. Okay. I had a whole joke ready. Well, okay, forget oh it. Boy. Anyway, Oris, what is the next crazy pro pilot? I'm looking forward to that color. I can't wait. But keep doing what you're doing because they're really passionate about their watches. They're unapologetic. They're not trying to make something that's always a fan favorite. That 4,000 meter diver is awesome. It's really thick and not wearable at all and totally impractical. But it's fun. Absolutely. And it made you want to go to the yeah. booth to try it on and say, I want to try that on. So, <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, isn't this great? <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is awesome. As much as I really like the Kermit, I think that's, an, that's a great example of how to do a collaboration or like a special type of watch because it's very subtle. The colors by yeah. themselves, they work very well. I think it's a very pretty watch. And Kermit only appears once a month because it's in the date window. It's it's perfect. It's like, it's how to do this. It's not like putting a huge uh, Muppet on the dial. It's 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 something very, very subtle. Uh, however, I'm going to be a bit of a downer. I think Oris for me was a bit of a letdown because that there's nothing else that I really liked other than this. And mm-hmm. I was actually quite disappointed with the up, uh, the up cycles. Because, okay. And the reason why I say is because uh, I like the idea behind it and I like that they use it's all plastics and that they use them to make dials. They probably brought the nicest looking ones to the show and they were not very pretty. Yeah. And that is, and every single one of them is different, by the way. So if you buy one, you never know which one, like the, what it's going to look like on your on your specific watch. No, you definitely see it in person because you can get one that has a spot that isn't what you like there. So yeah, that was a little bit of a kind of Oris thing. I mean, as much as I, I really like what they do, but that was kind of the one thing that I... I was a bit disappointed. Fair. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll speak to Oris a little bit as well. I mean, I own the Pro Pilot, right? I have the pink one. I love it. I wear that all the time in the summertime. The fact that it's titanium, it's wonderful. That pink dial pops in the sun. It's great. Really, really great watch for the summertime. I'll speak to that. What I did notice about Oris that I didn't know before, and I think, unfortunately, it's not part of their regular lineup, is the Chronoris yeah. line. They had a few kind of new old stock there. And they had them for sale. Uh, I really like those. I mean, they had a, you know, it's got like a vintage looking shape 
and uh i i really like those watches just too bad that they're not uh i'm sure you maybe you can find them here and there in in certain dealers but uh that's something that i discovered at ours nice for vintage sure. watch yeah i think they're still available by the way they're on the website but they're not on their main page you have to kind okay. of do some digging well let me just start uh, talking about brands that uh, i think stood out to me i think actually you know what i'm gonna jump right away into the christopher ward whatever you want because yes. that to me i think was the biggest i think that was the biggest surprise i was going there next Oh well, too late. I'm going there now. I guess you wanna you wanna join you wanna come uh, get on the bus, come with me. Let's go, do it. <laughs> okay, let's go. So, I have been previously talked about how you know I was never really a huge fan of Christopher Ward. How the logo to me seems like something that just they, it's like work in progress. It's like they're always trying to change it. And even right now, right now they went for something that's like a very pixelated type of design. I don't know if it works. Maybe it works in certain watches or not. Uh, and I do like the integrated bracelet watches, sports watches, and I've been looking for for them. And I've owned the Mayan uh, Manhattan last year, which mine was also present. They also had the Manhattans. And uh, to find up, I got this chance to see other brands like the the Yema with their Urban Traveler, and more about Yema later. Mm. Nivara F seventy seven. They also have their integrated bracelet watch. Uh, again, mine mine was there too. And then there was Christopher Ward. For about the same price as all of the other brands that I just mentioned, that watch specifically was like so much more, so much far further ahead than everybody else. It, it, everything was perfect. The design, the weight, the the shape, the the let's say the the ratios of like dial to bezel to the bracelet, it was absolutely amazing. I think on par with Belcanto that they've obviously were promoting quite a bit at Windup. That to me was probably the biggest standout of all the watches in there. And, you know, an interesting fact about it, and we talked about it at Windup, is that uh, this famous brand Sapec, which we saw at uh, Watch Time, has the watch, the integrated bracelet watch called Antarctic. Uh, the guy who designed that watch, Adrian uh, Buckman, actually now used to work well, used to work at Sapec, but was hired by Christopher Ward like five years ago. And now he's the chief designer at Christopher Ward. So there definitely is a connection because. Uh, the Sapec Antarctic looks very well. So the Christopher World 12 looks very similar to Sapec Antarctic. There's a lot of stuff, obviously, that's unique. But uh, if you compare the two watches, you could probably find a few design choices that are very similar. The There are different variations of 12 you can get. You can get the one with, uh, I think, COSC certification, Kevin, I think. Titanium and COSC. Titanium and COSC. But I think yeah. the dials are not my cup of tea. It's like a purple and like a, a fume, right? A little bit and a gradient gray. I think they're they're both fume exactly. They're gradients. Yeah, um, but one is purple. The, the light blue is like amazing. Purple blue is yeah. purple and blue, right? At twenty four hundred. Yeah. So that to me was probably the biggest standout of the whole uh, wind up. I mean, there are other watches that are close second, but this is this was uh, something that I definitely will put on my list immediately after after I came. The level of quality to that watch, I tried it on. Biggest surprise with it. They, I had a double take. I went back to it, trying it on on the first day. And the second day, we went back. Um, I tried it on again. Just a incredible, how could I say, rendition to an integrated bracelet. I mean, they're like, oh, it looks like a Chapec Antarctic. I'm like, yeah, great. But it's also 1600 bucks Canadian. I'm not even kidding. And that's yeah, that's an incredible price point for something. And it, yeah, it's maybe a Salita SW200, but you get the Canarmon or a grade one with Trantanium. And I think it's like 2400 bucks. Yeah. Very hard to argue with that. The watch is incredibly well made, incredibly well finished. Everything from in the details is quite remarkable for that. 
integrated bracelet, a, br- a segment of the watch market that is already, I think, saturated. Try, everyone tries to get on board. But this one, they didn't cut any corners. They really did a really great job. And it was surprisingly impressive. It wasn't the, the Christopher Ward that I was uh, looking forward to. Oh, exactly. And then me sp- saying how I'm not really a big fan of the, the design of their logo. And in general, like it's very rare that I like a Christopher Ward. This one was the, amazing. I, like, I don't even care about the fact that the logo is not something that I'm not a fan of. This is fantastic. Exactly. Bracelet by itself was amazing. Like this watch, like you said, is sixteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It does not feel yeah. like a sixteen hundred dollar watch. It feels like a three thousand dollar Longines. Yeah, hell, I've tried on the Beaumont Mercier Riviera, and it's it's better quality as an integrated bracelet. Very cool dials. I like uh, the I like the blue. I like the purple color too. I think purple is having a moment. Yeah, but it's it's. I mean, it's it's relatively new. Like you haven't seen that in the past as much. And it's a nice purple. It sticks out. It's 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 cool. Purple like the color of money. You know it. <laughs> it's also not the color of money. <laughs> okay. Cut <Cadavid. laughs> Okay. I'm I'm all for two. I'm just looking at photos here. Even the uh, the 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 uh, the the see through back, like the open uh, case back, the transparent case back, and uh, looking at the detail on the on the rotor and all that. It's really really. Nice. I'd forgotten that the price was sixteen hundred. By the way, Canadian sixteen hundred dollars cool. Canadian, Canadian, which is yeah, for our you know listeners from other countries. This is twelve hundred. This US is a different currency. Yeah. yeah, it's not your currency. Kitiru yeah. Christopher Ward. I needed to talk about the Bel Canto. It was the first time we got a chance to see it in person. Such a that was fantastic. Such a futuristic, call it hyper watch. It's a watch. It's about five thousand Canadian dollars. We'll say the watch is just remarkably well finished. Um, every detail. And innovation that comes behind that watch is something to really have a look at. If you're in the market, the desire of ever owning an MBNF, but never think you're going to be able to consciously pay for one to fork over that money for $5,000. I think this is the closest to get into that high horology. It's a Sunnery watch, not a minute repeater, but it will ring at every hour. It's a heavily modified Salida. The finish is incredible. The selection of the tone for it to be in the, the D note and the case being in titanium so that it resonates even better. The finish on this watch is remarkable. And Mr. Franz mentioned that, you know, I was asking him, like, I've ordered this watch. It's coming sometime next year. And he said, he was saying, I was asking him if Salida's storm or the storm that impacted the Salida factory had any impact on the delay. And he mentioned that uh, actually it's not. It has to do with the level of detail that they're looking for, the level of finish on some of the components. And that was taking some delay. It just goes to show the level of, importance or consideration they put in the finishing. It's interesting that, uh, as you were talking about, because uh, it, it chimes every hour, right? And I was like, okay, what if you don't want to wake at night every hour? <laughs> you you, it has a button? There's a button. There's, There's a, button. a button. You yeah, press it and it just turns it off. Right yeah. away. You, could see, you could see it on or off. And the way it's on or off shows a, a squiggly line and then it goes dead. So you can go off or it's on. It's actually, it's wonderfully thought of. It's just It is really cool. Yeah, 60, a, 60 additional components added to the movement, which is you know, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a yeah. lot. So when we turn it off, when you turn off the the sonnerie, basically, it's essentially just blocks. That's right. It's, it's a hammer, yeah. right? That hits the bell. I assume that that's, that bell kind of, that that's button right. kind of disables the exactly. hammer and you don't hear the bell. Okay. Excellent. It's very cool. I saw it as well. I think it's really cool. And for the price point, to get something that out there and that crazy looking innovative uh, for sure very cool. who's next um another brand that i was very impressed with that uh, i met for the first time and i kind of wanted to you know uh, talk about them for a little bit just because i think they deserve a mention on our podcast 
is this very new brand uh, called uh, uh, Wallbrook, and they have, let's say, second umbrella. They have uh, Wallbrook, and then they have uh, watches under the names um, uh, Douglas as well. So they are, it's a revived brand. They the, the brand itself existed, I think, from 1949 to about 1970, so only for 20 years before falling victims to the course crisis. And then they got revived 50 years later, and now they think they're. I mean, the ownership is in France, and they are uh, producing again historical. They, they they found a bunch of blueprints from watches that they were they were produced by this brand during the twenty year period, and they started reproducing them. What I really liked about them is that first of all, they have an interesting story because one of the watches, it's the um, the I think it's a Douglas Skin Diver. It's a watch that has an aeronautical history, just like the Speedmaster. In fact. Uh, Neil Armstrong, before he became a NASA astronaut, he was a test pilot with the U.S. Air Force for this organization called NACA. This organization stands for National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, and this was the precursor to NASA. I think that that organization existed and wasn't very popular because it didn't do any space exploration, but that organization existed for like 50 years. I think from the from the time when the Wright brothers took their first flight uh, up until like 19, I don't want to lie, like 1950s something, when it kind of converted into NASA, and then you know, uh, the rest is history. Famously, Neil Armstrong, before being a NASA astronaut, wore one of those pieces on his wrist, which is a cool connection, I think, to the story. Uh, apart from the story, historical aspect of it, what I really like they do is, and again, it's it's the benefit of visiting those companies and in person and talking to the people, is that you know you you get the chance to actually hold the watch in your hands. They, the quality, the build quality on those watches is amazing. For they the don't, price, for the well, for, for the because price, the for price sure. is crazy. <laughs> the price is insane. You know, look, they're using the Seiko Seiko movements. Most, a lot of those new brands they use an H thirty five, thirty six, or thirty fours for a GMT. The finishing of their cases and everything else related to the watch is outstanding. And I'm not like exaggerating. I think uh, what surprised me the most about them as well was. The use as well of mecha quartz. So you're talking about the Seiko, but they also use mecha quartz as a potential option to keep the price point very, very low. They really put a lot in their finish and design, as more sort of saying we're going to put in a chronometer certified movement. Some people want a quick uh, grab and go with a nice historical Lincoln design. Uh, this one had it all that way. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the 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 Douglas Skin Diver is like a five hundred dollar watch Canadian, so it's four hundred under four hundred bucks US. It's crazy. And if you want an alternative to the Glassoot Original CQ, this might be the one for you, right? Well, yeah, it is true. But I mean, look, everything is connected because this yeah, design all, isn't the new design, right? This yeah, is designed yeah. from seven years ago. So exactly, uh, CQ is younger than that. So you could say maybe it's the CQ that borrowed the design, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you want that 60s diver, skin diver with those numerals, this is the, you know this is a one for a fraction of the price of the Glassoot Original. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really impressed. You, you can change between the movements. I think some of the versions you can get with the uh, Seikos. Some of them have a Mayora. Uh, yeah. They have a pretty big selection of different watches and a lot of really nice ones. Really cool vintage divers. The skin diver that I mentioned is beautiful and has a historical connection. Uh, like I, I hope that this brand does well because the, the stuff they, they have brand. is really impressive. They had a new oh, yeah. brand also attached to them called the HGP, right? which is the Homme Grenouille de Paris, which is like the Paris Frogman. Again, I'm not sure if this was a revival. I don't know if anyone can say it, but... Uh, that I'm not sure. 
No, but they make some very nice vintage watches there. All sold out for now. They have Mecca Quartz movements as well. And they have a GMT that's going to be out by the end of the year. Which is a really good looking watch that has a, um, a tribute to a specific case, if I'm not mistaken. Let me... While you're looking for that, I'll, I'll kind of touch on Mecca Quartz a little bit. I mean, a lot more, I think, Mecca Quartz is being put into these. And, and, and considering the prices, we were talking a little bit how it's so much more affordable and it gives you i know uh dimitri you were mentioning this as well it gives you that appearance yeah, of a yeah. mechanical automatic watch but you you don't you're not paying that yes premium right uh and and we were talking about how you know maybe more and more this is going to be something that these independent watch brands are going to start yeah uh, moving and hopefully towards. hopefully yeah it's a good watch i have one in my my timex that's there but anyway, to get back to HGP real quick, what they have is something called the Monet case. People go, what is the Monet case? CWC dive watches use what's called the Monet case. Why is it called that? It's the distinctive watch case, flat, rounded, shape, wide, but not sharp bevels on the lugs, flared crown guards that seem to hug the crown, both utilitarian and elegant. And this watch does feel like that CWC diver, like it's a beautiful skin, and not even a skin diver. It's a very utilitarian Diver. It's been used by pretty much every single brand, made popular probably the most by Hoyer, who used it for the 844 and 8440 dive watches in 1978. So the dive watches with this Georges Manet brand on the dial just go for a handful. So if you wanted something with that style, HGP had it. And I think just to compliment the last thing Dimitri was saying, not to compliment Dimitri because he's a sack of crap, but the actual brand itself that we met the gentleman who we met is just a really nice guy. He's just such a, and he gave us a cup at like this metal cup at the end. And everything. He was just like, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Look at this. Isn't this awesome? And when someone goes, isn't this great? And he's showing you the watch. And he's so proud of it. And then you actually feel like, oh fuck, the it way. is a really good impression. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. just such a nice guy, and he was he was really really great. So yeah, a lot of props to Walbrook, Douglas, and HGP. Rafi, you want to go next? Um, I'm going to speak about, so I'll speak about fair. Uh, and the reason why I wanted to speak about fair is that fair has been on my short Be fair, list, though. uh, for a Be while fair. now. Uh, yeah, in make fact, sure you're I discovered fair when it you talk about fair. Yeah. Always. I- I'm going to be fair in saying that I discovered Ooh, in all fair fairness through you guys, <laughs> the, in all fairness, <laughs> that's terrible. To the big black, <laughs> through the big black, <laughs> the big black clock. Pro, uh, podcast uh and i started looking at and, and they've been coming out with a lot of new cool designs uh and i've never actually uh, seen the watch uh in person or in metal or in watch as dimitri says uh and uh, i really wanted to get my hands on it i really wanted to see them and it, it did not disappoint i think they're they're the designs are are cool the bracelets the quality the finishing uh everything is exactly what i expected and uh you know within the next year uh, if the model that I want comes back, and I think it will, because we did discuss that with the uh, with the people at Fair, uh, I may pull the trigger on one of those shortly. I think uh, from the independent watch brands, it is a, a brand that's very interesting to me. Definitely for sure. having a moment to be um, part of the British group. I think the, my two takeaways of Fair when I when I when I look at their watches, one and very interesting take on colors. What they do is they don't take a mo- they take a model if it's the Tonneau or the Chronograph for this, and they don't just change the color. They change the design of the watch based on the color. So this one is another color with Roman numerals, while this one just has indices, while this one has Arabic numerals. They change the design, but they still fall within the same, say, lineup. So, oh, it's the 
is the Dunho the the Dunhope. I don't know all the names of the Pharaoh watches, right? So th- that's Stanhope, the yeah. Stanhope, and then like, oh, but then you'll have three different colors, but three different designs based on the color. Um, so really good take on colors that they do. The second thing I've noticed about Pharaoh, they also like to play on the smaller side of things in terms of their watches. They go, they, they're typically under forty millimeters in size at thirty millimeter chronographs. They really play with a smaller wrist size, kind of going that trend. I think wristwatches in general are going on the smaller side. Yes. People are experimenting back then. The, the larger watches had a moment, I would say maybe in the early 2000s or early 2000, uh, up to 2010, there was a large uh, watch kind of movement. But this one, they're really embracing that smaller uh, watch size. And they're not based on vintage designs, which often, like, oh, they're vintage, so they, they go on the smaller side. Fair is very modern aesthetic as well with their colors, very bright. So yeah, that's that's really my two takeaways. Very nice people as well. I have to say everyone's very nice, but they they stood out there. Yeah. Very chatty and very, very nice. And some guy was left his planet ocean there. Uh, unlike and the, some guy left unlike, his planet ocean on there and almost right. lost it, which was <laughs> been he's about to have a very bad day, but oh, someone yeah. like put it aside and he got it back, thank God. But you know what? Another props to wind up. I think it's not the venue where that you know somebody would steal your watch i think oh, yeah. it's a bunch of enthusiasts that are not there to do that they're there to enjoy their time to Absolutely. look at watches to talk to people and uh, to make friends so it's like i would say of all the places that you could forget your watch at this is probably the safest one probably or one of the safest yeah what were you gonna say rough rough no i was just gonna say uh the fair designs are unlike anything else in the sense that you know you'll tend to see some of the newer um independent watch brands or whatever I wouldn't say copying, but maybe yeah. tailoring the designs closer to some of the more popular models that have been around for a while. Fair does not do that at all. I mean, it's really something ground up, brand new, uh, and that I think it's refreshing. It, it you know to use a Absolutely. maybe a different word, but it's refreshing to see. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of colors, another watch that takes colors maybe a little bit on the softer side. Let's go to Sweden here in Braver. Uh, brand started by two gentlemen that are uh, cyclists as their hobby or like beautiful blonde sweets yes. oh man they are uh, they're just like they're very graceful and they're very elegant in the way yeah. they dress you know and then and the way they speak very very nice guys yeah. by the these way these guys is, uh, totally passionate about their their watches they come in with some very interesting i would say color schemes as well but there's like a i don't know if you guys can describe it better but for for our fans but probably yeah Please very do. Intelligent, so yeah. But Ferrer has very bright, bold colors. Braver has a take of colors, but it doesn't kind of pop out. They're like, they keep it, I'm going to say, Norwegian? Like there's a, a very like, I s- they're like, put pink in this, but it's not, still soft. You know what I mean? I, I, I would say like, not to take away from Ferrer because I really like the brand, but it's almost like there's just elegance to I don't it. Know. It's just... The, the, the designs they have a lot of colors, but it's just it's so there's class and elegance. Softer, right? There's like that, a, uh, yeah, it's but the colors mean something too with Braver. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit as far as that the the their new line, their Chrono yep. line, the Grand Tour line uh, that we looked at, and I think it was a big hit. And I'll and I'll speak Braver was a big surprise. For, I had no idea. I had never heard of Braver before, and it was a big surprise for me. And it, to me, it was the, yeah. the surprise oh, wow. of the show. So yeah, I guess uh, um, Kevin and I will yeah, speak about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we were just sitting there kind of like we pick up the watch. We're like, yo, hold this for a second. We're like, Jesus Christ, this price is yeah. good. <laughs> There's no price, but like the quality, yeah. the size, the fit, the straps, them, everything was just 
a notch above what you expect, right? Everything was perfect. Yeah. The matte, the monochromatic colors, the flow of the watch, the chronograph pushers, the crowns, these weird like hybrid rubber straps, the size, they're all just very well thought of in every which way. And they're not cheap. They had a good discount going on there, plus taxes and shipping included. Anyway, yeah. maybe if they go on a sale again and yeah. get 20% off, like it was under, it was about three grand Canadian for those chronographs. Tax, shipping, everything in. It's not Three bad. color schemes. Each color scheme represented one of the main uh, cycling races yeah. in Europe. So Giro d'Italia, Tour de France, and the uh, yeah. Vuelta yeah. de España. The Vuelta, I think, was so, my yeah, favorite. Was, one uh, of them. Very like, cool. The one that had like that pink. The red. Sorry, there was one that was like pink. The pink Giro was Giro right? d'Italia. That had no bezel. And it was just like this beautiful hybrid black strap. And it was feeling that I was like, good Lord, this thing is like... And it looked really good. They're sold, oh, they're out, sold eh? out. I checked. I was on their website. They're sold out. The pink, uh, one of the pink ones is sold out. I think one of them is still available. Lord. Bravo was great. Absolutely. They um, they also had uh, a line of watches. I'm not even sure. I don't think there's uh, they're not on the website. The three yet, so Maybe they're not uh, announced yet. Yeah, but uh, they were all inspired by different cycling teams from like the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. And that was very cool because each of them had the had the same color scheme as the colors of a specific team. So like one was like a Peugeot, one was a Renault cycling team, and they were like beautiful watches. Oh, they were right size as well in the finish. Yeah, bravo, good on them. Awesome. Yeah, we, we talked about them before, but again, we never saw them in person until this time. And honestly, they were probably well, to me like uh, Rafi just said, surprise. Uh, one of the biggest surprises, I think, maybe top five. Top three, even surprise uh, in terms most yes. I- impressive watches brand watch brands that started to wind up. Surprise in quality, Jack Mason wasn't expecting to see quality that high for that price point. They have a true yeah. GMT watch at about a thousand bucks US, and this fucking thing, holy shit, it's ridiculous! The bracelet, the watch, the 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 true the the proper movement. Uh, it's just a great finished watch. They had a lot of other stuff that wasn't my cup of tea, but those GMTs. I think it's called a strata liner, strata timers, strata timers, whatever it is. Holy shit, boy, are they? Uh, they were well built. So Jack Mason, they had an interesting collaboration with Doctor yeah, Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Exactly. Not really a doctor, but he plays one on but TV. Not really a Pepper either. <laughs> so he's just a. I was <laughs> going to say something he's awful. Of nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that that watch was also in my top five. Uh, specifically that brand. I think there's another watch from that brand. Obviously, the Strato Timer got all of the attention because of the Dr. Pepper collaboration and the other color variations. It, like Strato you said, liner. It's, yeah. it's a... Well, Strato Liner is the... It's a different... It's Fortis. Strato, it's Fortis, yeah. Strato so Timer Strato is Timer? Jack Mason, yeah. Okay. Strato okay, Timer. Okay. Uh, this one is, again, like you said, it's a true GMT. The color variations, <laughs> you get the Pepsi, the Dr. Pepper. I mean, that's probably why the, the bracelet, reason for collaboration. Sapphire bezel. <laughs> the price. It's only $1,400. That is Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. But I think that the the metal for quality, I have to give it out here. Like I had a few takeaways here. German brands. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yes. Laco. Yes. Circula, Circula had a, a watch under a thousand bucks, the Pro Trail, with like 1,200 Vickers of hardness that you couldn't scratch. And shall I say, Fortis? <laughs> like if you want to murder someone, these all these watches... Like we were, we went to, like they were all super good quality. All the German wa- brand watches. Yeah, um, if you want to be day, was like, um, quality, <laughs> it's like there you go. If you want to be required to also register your watch as a weapon, then yeah, go for yeah. Fortis. 
because like look at Ford and they stood by it eh? and they stood by it every time we were talking about the quality to them they said this is German yeah, and they mess around. yeah. You know, that was the guys uh, from yeah. whole whole uh, was the whole Heinrich Heinrich. Heinrich. Heinrich Heinrich yeah they were a new Circula. brand like two years old but uh, they also had some really awesome stuff by the way Circula Ford is goes out the same but also Laco Laco <laughs> this is like Din's Orient like the bezel was Dude. like un- like you couldn't move it it was just <laughs> ridiculous I lo- I love the Lacos too the new Lacos are really this worn cool. by and police really, the yeah. diver like fuck and I kind of wanted to talk about those in particular uh, so maybe I'll just since we're I'll jump in uh, to me again I'll start with a little letdown and that's a company that was right at the entrance that's thanks Zodiac. Dimitri keep keep it fun come on bring it. <laughs> yeah all the fun. Uh, you know you gotta you gotta you, you can't just Dimitri's be signature you can't just be raving about everything you saw you you know you have to you have to be honest you have to be real uh, the uh, I was a bit disappointed I think with Zodiacs look I like the what they do don't care about the laser tag collection at all like uh, some of the color variations for me is just like let's just try different colors and see if any of them work that's kind of how I see it because there's too many different variations it's just a build quality for a watch that's like $1,500, $1,600 for a diver that you touch the bezel, you start rotating it, and it, there's a wobbly wobbliness to the bezel. So without switching, let's say, without actually turning it, you can feel like it's not snug. Say no more. I agree with you about Zodiac. It was uh, one, I think I was, well, we had high hopes for it because they have such nice pieces. Like even the, like some of them were nice. Like the Manta Ray was nice, but there were so many that was like, I don't know if it was like dummy watches. They weren't quite cleaning yeah. them. I don't, I was a little bit like, gosh, guys, get it together. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown. So that's the Zodiacs. And then f- from Zodiacs, you go to Laco. And I didn't expect to see much because I, I didn't really, you know, follow the releases from Laco. Laco was there last year. And then I stumbled upon the Himalaya, which is their diver. And then you grab this thing. That thing is only 1100 US dollars. And it was minus uh, 20% that day. <laughs> Yeah, it's Nonsense. built like a like a like tank. a Panzer tank. I don't know if I can say that. You can. I did. You can. They were uh, they were tanks. It is. Oh, yeah, they still do. They still do. Yeah, they still make them. Uh, it is like that's an example of how to make a watch. And then later, like Rafi said, right? Like Germans don't don't fuck around. No, no, no. And they stay. They, they stand by it. If you, yeah, yeah you, you build it, mark it with excellence. Like you don't. This is how to make a watch. It's you grab that watch. Everything feels solid. It feels like one solid block. That somehow is made of a bracelet, made of a rotating bezel. It's just everything is perfect. And they follow different and criteria, like the DIN rating and like kind of like ISO yeah. in Germany. DIN is the German, yeah. yeah. Uh, that that the Himalaya was the diver. And honestly, now I'm looking at this, I'm like, I want to own this. This is one of the greatest divers I've ever held. And let's be fair, and that's just a diver. The brands are, been are not all there. But like Zinn, Damasco, Archimede, Dekla. Uh, they're, they're all. Yeah known for super high quality German watches. If anything, what they always lackluster is, I guess, personality sometimes. People go, man, they're a little boring and whatnot, but you want quality, they're killers. Yeah. And and by the way, these ones have color. Like the Himalayans uh, have, first of all, they come in different sizes, like 42, 39. I think there's maybe something in between as well. The, there's different color variations, but there's a new one. The surprise of the show from Laco is the GMT. Like you mentioned, it's the DIN... Uh, something eighty three thirty um, was it? Uh, yeah, it's it's called the GMT Hamburg Oof. DIN eighty three thirty, and it's exactly. a three thousand dollar watch that is unbelievable. It's not like a Thule super, let's say utilitarian, let's say not very pretty watch. It's good looking, amazingly built with bead blasted stainless steel that looks like it's indestructible. Fantastic, no, a good, a good, honestly, a good just competitor to Zen for sure. 
Oh, hundred percent. I I'm, I couldn't be more impressed with Laco from on this uh, uh, twine up. Absolutely. I like the fact that I, I mean I, I was always into Laco, uh, and it was on one on my list as well when it was the the pilot watches. They're classic kind of fliegers, uh, typically designed. Let's say pilot. Yeah, the fliegers. Uh, I always liked those. Uh, seeing them kind of branch out into something a little bit different. Uh, the you know, it is very different from their normal Flieger line, but again, holding them, uh, manipulating them, actually being able to put it on. Uh, and like Dimitri was saying, definitely, definitely oh, yeah. super well-built, super well-built. Wonderful. Another takeaway that I had, the French are booming, right? When it came to micro brands, I'm looking at them there and even those that weren't there, there's a lot of other micro brands that are French are doing well, but over there, Baltic, Serica, Nevada, Wobrook, Marsh Lab, Depencel, and I'll even end on the last one that surprised us came back, Yema. And the uh, brand that had a lot of what? No, never mind. I, I was nope. thinking of Presidus, but they're not. They're actually, I think, Chicago based. They're American. Yeah, I yeah, think. Never mind, yeah. Yema, a brand that we had a lot of or has received a lot of complaints on the forums about their quality control. And I, I straight up, well, we straight up asked him, like, what's the deal? Like, uh, we read a lot about this. Talk to us about it. And you know, he was straight up Antoine, nicest guy, by the way. He was just like, oh yeah, we just changed supplier. We had a really bad supplier. And it gave us a fucking ton of headaches for the first while, that everything that came out from that supplier. So he bit the bullet, totally owns up to it, says we got to be better. We changed supplier and things have been going drastically better in their quality control. Not only that, they produce, they had there a bronze and steel Navigraph, so marine, chrono, marine chronometer style watch with a tourbillon that they made in-house. They have in-house movements now with micro rotors on an integrated bracelet. They have a beautiful rendition with serpent skin type bracelets on their divers. Another zombie brand, but Antoine stands by it and is doing some really incredible things by that brand. So I that was a big impressive takeaway that I got from Yema. But those French brands are really uh, just just doing really look at Baltic with how well they're doing. Sarah, yeah. Nevada, holy shit! And Nevada is like four brands behind. By the uh, way, Guillaume is so nice. As uh, just yeah, was so nice, busy. so pleasant to talk. Ooh. He's busy. He's got like five brands going. He's unbelievable. Yama was probably also I would say like of all the brands, uh, top fives is like I mentioned. It was the Surprise. it was the Laco, the Christopher Award, and Yama was probably the biggest let's say surprise. Just because we we heard so much about the customer service over the past couple of years, uh, the discounts and all, but seeing them in person and seeing how much has changed and seeing that they have yeah. the manufacturer calibers, Involved. seeing how the quality is amazing, how awesome it is to be uh, to have a conversation with um, Antoine, just completely changed, like went one eighty in my books, and I'm really really looking forward to what they do next. And by the way, They're the quality serious. of their integrated bracelet watch was second to to Christopher Ward for me. The Urban Traveler. Comparing to the other uh, integrated And also watches. cheaper. I think it's like 800 euros. But, mm. the, but the thing is about them that I they're serious watchmaking. They're building their own movements. They're not, they're not saying, okay, here's a new seams that goes with what's in the market. Let's, let's sell as many as we can. It's like, no, we want to make our own movements. We want to do this. We want to do a rendition to that. We want to go and make a tourbillon. Like, I mean, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. We want to link with them. And they're linked with the Marine Nationale and they have some wonderful stuff there. Oof. Superman bronze guys. Now the, that was something that stuck out. The two, the two uh, colors, the one in blue and the one in black. That's going to be released uh, November tenth. 
really, jump really, on that, guys. It's yeah. going to be on sale. I think yes. the, the Kickstarter price is going to be like a thousand euros for an in, in-house movement bronze watch. Less. Superman uh, from Yema. That's a really nice watch. I might get that. Yeah. Yeah. And two sizes, I believe, eh, Kevin? Kevin? 39 and 41? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limited edition, 1,948 per color. Nice. Per size, I believe. Excellent. My other one, the Brits. Brits are also doing super well. Christopher Ward, Fairer, Fears, Vertex, Studio Underdog, Isotope, Isotope. and Ordain. Isotope. Like, I was like, there's a lot of British brands here too. And I think I'm missing some. They're fucking awesome. Like, they're doing great stuff and they're not all the same, which is also what I like. Studio Underdog is nothing what Fears is doing, which is nothing what Fair is doing, which is nothing what Christopher Ward is doing, which is nothing what Anne Ordain is doing. And I know Isotope looks Spinnaker. totally futuristic. Like they're all different. It's fantastic to see. Did somebody say Spinnaker? The British as well? I, yeah. I, I wanted to kick off Spinnaker because I, I, I wanted to get, so uh, happy I wanted I to get Dimitri to before. <laughs> No, look, uh, uh, you know, Spinnaker is a watch, it's a brand that uh, produces a lot of homage type watches. We've all heard about it for sure. Uh, because of that, there's a lot of stuff that they have that's very nice looking. Again, because there's a lot of homages. Uh, but at the same time, when we got to see them in person, they are really, really good value for money. The build quality is fantastic. Uh, we held the, f- is it the Fluce model, which is the, the 50 Fathoms kind of homage. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's an H35, but it's it's like the build quality it's is also like, like 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it, the build quality is like of the same as of Douglas, Walbrook, or Presidus that also yeah. uses the Seiko and H's. It's just, it's amazing. It does not feel like a, like a $300 watch. However, yeah, there's a, there's the, the, there's a collaboration with Sikon Zikon that this watch was, uh, this company was releasing, which was uh, a play really on 50 Fathoms. Too. Very cool gimmick, yeah. It's a play on 50 Fathoms, uh, 50 Phantoms. And uh, it was cool. I think it was really nicely done. However, I think they messed up a little bit with how they released it. A little bit. That is the only thing. It was a bit disappointing. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll uh, hear from them to, to see what, uh, what the reason was. But basically, uh, it seems that a lot of people, when they were ordering and filling, and once they added the cart and started to fill out their information, like the address, the billing, uh, the watch wasn't really reserved in their cart. So people who did it faster kind of bought it. And then when people pressed checkout, they, they you know, it turns out they, they, there was no watch in anymore in their cart. So I had a really, kind of lost I had a really buy, same, which is really unfortunate. The same experience when I was trying to buy the Laurier worn and wound collaboration. There was a chronograph and I went, I clicked and it was immediately sold out. And I was like, there's no fucking way there was, it was limited to, I think like 500 pieces and it was that fast. And I was like, that's insane. And I was there at the second. It's a little unfortunate. I was like, that can't be. Uh, I PayPal everything I, ready. It's nonsense. I wasn't expecting Look, I that had, either. I had uh, pay set up already. So all I had to do is to, I think, like confirm the three digits of my credit card, right? So all of all my, my name, my address, my billing was all entered. But it still wasn't fast enough. And I think that was a bit disappointing. The, there was, so there were less uh, examples of the gray bezel than there were of the black bezel. So there was 170. Yeah, gray bezel. So just to say, they were supposed to go on sale at uh, 6 a.m. We were on, I'll speak for myself, I was on there two minutes before. As was I. And there was gray, gray was sold out. Yeah. When you said it was sold out, I had just confirmed my buy. So I, I was, I, I was, I managed to get the black bezel one. 
We'll see, guys. Maybe I won't wear one if you could buy it. We'll flip a coin. No, <laughs> like, no but it, it, yeah. yeah, but that's not the point, right? Like, Odds are I won't, right? <laughs> but but it's, it's still there. But, um, but it, it's it's really disappointing. I really wish they had been more yeah, of a... I, I wish they could reserve at least, uh, you know, at least while you were entering your uh, info. I think that's, that's a normal thing. You know, I wish... I don't think they were expecting I wish more brands did. Probably not. Look, I'm sure they have... Yeah, not. but you know, if you have a good design, instead of shipping right away... If I were to do it, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do a, almost like a campaign. You go, go, 10-minute window. Yeah. As many orders come in as they do. And then, that, and then one per person or two per person. And then I'll put in my orders to my suppliers. And I would say, it's going to be eight months, guys. Yeah. But you'll get it. You know, but, and, and everyone will do it. But some people got one and that was like, no, it's going to be eight months because I'm not going to order ahead of time and then go on the sale and then people be unhappy. And you know what? I'm sure I'm oversimplifying it, but I've heard of other brands go that route. Well, I think Ming was doing you that, know, no? They go, they do in a holder. Ming will go like that. They go, we're going to open a 10-minute window. Everyone who puts in an order in that 10-minute window will get their watch. Yeah, maybe they time. will kind of learn from this experience and change it a little bit. I think that maybe if, yeah. if they did the other thing, if they could change what, one more thing is not to allow to buy two watches per person, especially when you have a 500 pieces limited edition. Uh, it seems that uh, if scalpers are getting on it quickly, then you know pe- regular normal people that are actual enthusiasts will not be able to get anything. We see it with those swatch campaigns; everyone's fucking but lines up. Outside of that, Spinnaker is excellent. I really liked when I saw the watches. Again, it was a pleasure talking to the the people behind it. Uh, I do like the flows quite uh, quite a lot, quite a lot. So maybe because I missed on the fifty fan- phantoms, I will get the fifty fathoms. Just because it's a very yeah, it's a very cool, I mean, nice it's watch. A normal, yeah. Well, I mean, not the actual 50 fathoms. Normal reaction. <laughs> I was about to say, it's a good reaction. Yeah. Buy that and buy Mercedes, yeah. yeah. I have to say real quick, just because they're great, we've spoken to them. Colorado Watch Company, we tried it in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, guys. Kickstarter campaigns extended. If you were having doubts, go put on their watches. They are great. Both the field watch, that case profile is ah, the military watch homage that he does, the GCT, also beautiful. I have to say Laurier as well. Love them. Love they do Laurier. their things. They do vintage great. The quality of their watches for that price is less than 500 bucks. That, that Neptune is just Black Bay, 50, Black Bay, Tudor Black Bay 58. Eat your heart out. This thing's 500 bucks. Can I talk about Laurier for a second? I, I was going through the, the brands and I actually went on their website just to take a look. The Hydra Zulu is really a cool watch. Oh yeah, the loomed dial is the black PVD coat and that the strap. It, it is fantastic. I was I, I just I hadn't even realized that I don't. I guess they must have had it there. I didn't have a chance to 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 see it in person, unfortunately. But it really is a, a really cool looking. It's got a nice vintage vibe to it as well, uh, and the color scheme is excellent. I, I really yeah, and it. to add to this, I don't know. I don't remember seeing the Hydra Zulu. But I was gonna. It was one of my talking points. I really, really like the regular Hydra. I think that's a really beautiful watch. Oh yeah, they're both. They're just both stunning watches. And again, um, what's the price point I on think that? It's, Sorry, I think these are more expensive know? watches. So less than a thousand. I think it's like well, the, the Hydra, the PVD one's a little bit more expensive, but I think it was like a thousand bucks US. So I think the Hydra's maybe a thousand bucks US. Yeah, I'm just and the other oh, one's sorry, like nine hundred US. Sorry, Hydra Series Three is six hundred dollars US. 600 bucks. Yeah, I'm looking at and it now. And it's an independent GMT. Sorry. Movement, which is yeah, insane. It's like the Miota. So it's like Miota 9, 9, Canadian. 9, my bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a thousand dollars Canadian, which yeah. you get a, a a true GMT with exactly. a two hundred meters of water resistance, the uh, a bracelet, and a to kind of go along with the vintage feel, you get the Hesalite uh, crystal. But it's it's so much watch for that price. Oh yeah, and they're. Inspired by the 1980s. Yeah. Um, I'm on the website now. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator is on the website, and so is Tom Cruise in Top Gun. I mean, come on. Come on. If that doesn't sell you the watch. Come on. Do it. Come on. Put it on now. Get the watch. No, they're really great. It's for you. Yeah. yeah. With your waiting for. With that loomed dial and everything. Um, Props to them. Props as well to Formex. Formex is just great people again. Uh, yeah, they have a real bronze bronze dial, interchangeable bezels. Just such an over... Like, you know, they do a really good job at making a watch that's super built to last and stuff, but still looks dressy. Yeah. It's like, it's really great. And you know what? Speaking of those bezels, again, another kind of uh, mention of the Zodiacs. Formex has this cool technology where you can interchange bezels. So like you buy... A, a, yeah. I can't remember the name of the, the, the diver watch they have. It's the... You buy a... Reef. Uh, Formex the Reef. The Reef, Reef, Reef exactly. GMT. You have the yeah, Reef and the yeah. Reef GMT. You can buy whichever color you like, but then you can also buy additional bezels if you want to take them off. The way to take them off is just you literally just like take it off, snap it off, and snap it on. That's it. And unlike the Zodiacs, there is no wobbliness. It is super snug fit. Like really, oh, yeah. really well done. Like quality yeah. is amazing. I think them and Vertex are really awesome on the diver side. Like super well built. Excellent. And then I think the last one that I needed to mention, I'll mention Olek and Waj. The owner was great. They had vintage pieces out there and shows a little bit what their inspiration is going to come. Again, overbuilt military style. This guy was talking about how he met the old owner, bought him all up, really believes in the brand. That was one that was a little bit of a surprise to me. I didn't think I would like Olek and Waj so much. Really just some great watches there. I wish they had more of their collection that they that we all wanted to see their integrated bracelets some of their divers but that guys we just don't have them here i'm like yeah but that's what we kind of came here to see but they're really just very very nice it was really good to uh, see them uh, definitely I, for me it was a huge surprise to see how insanely over-engineered their watches are they really live that like build quality to me almost make made me think of fortis when i was uh, holding the olek and weiss watches absolutely can't go to wind up without talking about mayan guys don't you want to say something about them <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I speak to them all the time, so Rathi, maybe you want to exactly. mention something. I'll talk about it. I, I'll touch on it a little bit, and then I want to jump to another uh, brand. Also, we kind of spoke a little bit, but just to stick to Mayan for a little bit, I always liked their designs, uh, and I know, Dimitri, you have uh, the Mayan, and I tried it on. Um, fantastic build quality, fantastic designs. I, I really love, I really like the Mayan, and particularly the, the GMT. Uh, I think the Hudson, was, the Hudson GMT. I think it was released last year. Um, really, really. I mean, I love the way that the dial is. I, I like the fact that it's a GMT. I'm a, I'm, I'm partial to GMTs. I I, I like the GMTs a lot, and uh, the Mayan one doesn't disappoint, and it didn't disappoint yep. at the show uh, either. To it's add wonderful. to that, I am. I've been talking about Mayan for the last year. Like I've I really like Mayan, and I every chance I get, there is a new watch. I always mention Mayan. Just to kind of confirm that I'm not the only one, our friend, uh, our friend, our fellow uh, watch enthusiast and uh, uh, much more famous though, Nico from uh, that does the YouTube uh, uh, episodes and owns like a, a watch store in uh, Northern Ireland. 
he did another, he does the gut tier review. So basically he reviews different watches and decides whatever that brand is a gut tier or not. This year he, he added mine to the list. And like he was like, everybody has to buy this watch. The stuff that you get for the price you pay is insane. And I can't remember, I think he put it into must buy category, which is amazing, right? Because that guy destroys everything. He he does not he does not shy away from being negative about any brand. So, you know. My my two surprises from May and one, they're starting to put the taking the Manhattan and they started putting chronometer movements in it for a premium that you could pay for. And they're gonna start doing that as well for their divers, which is great because if you want the chronometer grade movement, when you look at the build quality of that watch, then you go not much you need more because i think if they added the watch is like four or five hundred bucks and if you add for 300 bucks or 300 swiss francs a chronometer grade movement if you're paying like 12 13 1400 canadian dollars yeah. for a chronometer grade diver at that quality you go yeah it's all you need the second thing i really like their worn and wound collaboration manhattan mm. that blue one is fucking nice for an yeah. integrated bracelet and i think it's like eight there's a red one and a and blue yeah, one and the blue ones they're like 800 bucks yeah, they're not even nine hundred bucks. I'm like, fuck. I should go buy it. But, yeah, um, you should. So, yeah, I should. You would not. Absolutely. Would like, not regret it. Yeah, just go buy it. Just do it uh, now. Just yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's just a beautiful watch. Like, um, and I love Warner Bros. so much because they love us so much. And yeah, they love us so much. Oh my god, the collaboration's excellent. Um, good on them because I actually like it more than the Manhattan of their lineup. I, I, the Warner okay. Bros. It says this. It's like a it's a brighter color in the dial and it's a and it's much um cleaner in terms of the the dial itself. It's just very minimal, but yeah. That was just just a preference thing. But yeah, Mayan. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I have a few more. Autodromo yeah. and Isotope. Those are the two that okay, I wanted yeah. to talk about. So so I'm gonna start with Autodromo and then we'll anyway, I'll finish with Isotope. So Autodromo, uh always has been on my short list also for a long time. So I'm a big fan of motoring, motorsports, et cetera. Love motor cars, boating. all that. Motoring and boating. You motor boating son of a bitch. You old sailor. I didn't you. want to talk about it. Where is she still the Where house? Where is she still the house? Still the house? <laughs> Bradley Taylor, Autodromo. Yes. Yes. Bradley Taylor was, first of all, it was great yeah. to meet him. Uh, very cool guy. Um, you could see that he's passionate Into about cars. it. Yes. And it's really like great exchange. Uh, the prototypo uh, I had seen, I think Kevin, you had one at one point, so I'd actually held it, which was Dick cool. Elfer. Mecha Quartz movement, we talked about that before. Mm. Uh, but the Group B, the Group B is uh, what I wanted to see as well. Uh, also very cool, particularly the Group B with the black PVD uh, steel bracelet. I really liked it uh, and did not disappoint. Very cool brand, very cool designs. Again, designs that are out there, different uh you could spot those things from across the room and say that's an autodrome you need to come up with that chronograph Definitely. in their regular line because right now it shows i think it was a limited news from them and i think he said we could say it he's going to come back with the monopostal which is awesome he's also going to release sweatshirts which i wanted to buy i was like get yeah, i want that sweatshirt They're very cool by True, the way. Yeah. very nice quality i touched it i was like and he, he and he did it twice now second time i see him second time he does brand research he goes Brand research. And he starts talking about the digital watch. He goes, how much would you pay for this? And oh, yeah. I told him, I was like, probably 500 bucks. He asks, he goes, how much, is this too much for this? And then the sweatshirt, how much would you pay for a sweatshirt? I'm like, oh, between this. He goes, good. That's what it was going to be. Definitely not less. But he asks. But it's, he cares. He gives he, a that's shit. a sign that he cares. Yeah. Absolutely. And good on them. They've been around for a long time now. I think it's been around, I think they're getting close to 10 years. 
if I'm not mistaken, and they make really good quality watches. That's the other thing. They make really good quality watches in America. So if you're a car guy, which a lot of watch people are. Yes. Car and photography. It's all like those interesting mechanical things that interest people. But I think the car part is more of the technical side of things and the photography is more of the artistic. And I feel like the watches kind of merge both those things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's Autodromo, and that's great. And he also has a lot of other swag. If you go on their website, gloves, gloves, driving and shit. gloves, really yeah. cool driving gloves too. Yeah, because yeah. you obviously and need I don't to know have gloves marketing. when you drive, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I need. What does that mean? Well, I guess to make sure that <laughs> what, you, you don't leave any evidence. <laughs> you drive with gloves. Why? <laughs> you leave fingerprints um, at the cr- crime scene. Come on, what is this? Yeah. So this guy taps into dials that look like clusters of the car and stuff. So let's go totally to another futuristic pl- world of isotope. Yes. This guy, I don't know what he's, th- he's extraterrestrial. The isotope itself, like when he tells me what it represented, you look at his new chronograph the, and he showed us the moon, the moon shot and he showed us the new jump power that he had. This guy is thinking totally out Outside of this world. Box. Oh, it's very futuristic. He doesn't even know where the box is. He's so outside of it. Oh no, he's really just uh, just a really nice guy. Yeah. And his watches, like you see the old stuff that he produced, they're just getting better every release. Like at the beginning, I was like, I didn't like his old, 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 old stuff. Like always the first stuff. So even like Jack Mason's first stuff, you go, oh, this is awful. But him is his stuff now. Every release gets better. The Hydrium, be right back. Collaborations. The, the oh, collaborations. Yeah. Collaborations with NASA. Collaborations, second, second. Collaborations with... Um, minute, minute. Um, no, I oh, know he doesn't exist. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> minute, minute. Yeah, with <laughs> Pequeño. But the, uh, he has a thing with the commemorating the, the, the yes. embassy or something made in bronze, like this beautiful watch. He has another... The watch that you have, the Tierra, what is it called? Terra Maris, yeah. Terra Maris. Terra Maris is going to do a chronograph version of that, which you see in the moonshot. And then he has the other one that's like this like gunmetal. He said it. He told like, me. Yeah. yeah. He said this, this is, is going to be the want. next Terra Maris, he said. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. The uh, designs themselves oh. were not my yeah. cup of tea in general, like the ones from the ones that I've seen. I mean, that's yeah. why I don't own one. But see, talking to him and seeing them in person, again, the build quality is outstanding. It's unreal how well those builds. Yeah, the zero degree. Just, was the, the one, one that I really liked, liked, actually, was the the one I think that was an older watch, but I may, maybe there's a new color variation. It's the Good Do. Like the the blue and the the the, yeah. the double crown one, the, the internal bezel. That one was a really really nice one. Yeah, really really cool. Really like that one. Uh, another one I think was a, an amazing the standout to me was the this company called Venezianico, which we um, you know we've heard of before. It, they kind of to be honest, they looked a little bit like the fashion brands that are like, hey, look, we cut uh, cut the middle uh, the middleman, and uh, you know we can drop ship this watch directly from this factory uh, that uh, <laughs> you can find on the Alibaba. But not really. Like They, unlike uh, those brands that I'm making fun of, they are doing some really cool stuff. The quality of their watches is really good. They're very pretty because they, they do put a lot of the aspe- uh, let's say aspect on design. But materials, uh, movements, prices are really, really nice. They have divers, they have dress watches. I was really impressed with what they do. And to me, those one of the standouts. Maybe not something that I would buy just yet because I think it's a bit too fashion forward for me, the designs. But uh, I think that they are deservingly at wind up and I, that they were really kind of interesting to see. They were definitely well represented. That lady was very, <laughs> very uh, loud. <laughs> she was just really loud and expressive. 
She was very Italian. I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so I, 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 they were pretty cool. I really actually liked them. Yeah. The the other brand that... And they have two that, brands that, that really cool, like... It's not Vanta. It's Musso Black. Oh, yeah. Musso Black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like 90. I, I think yeah, that Musso Black also had that, right? With the uh, name... Boulder? Was it? was it Boulder? Not the, the 12. The Christopher Boulder, Ward, the 12, Boulder, has that too, no? Oh, the... Um, is it Nano or something? Their new Halo. The new Halo. Halo, sorry. Halo, Halo, yeah. Which is their the Christopher Ward 12 that looks like a Movado Museum. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Movado. Christopher Ward. More like, like a Movado Museum. But 18 karat bezel. I'd love to see the weight of that bezel. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So the other one is, they were also there last year, where I think they deserve a mention, Serica. Amazing stuff. Like yeah, the, the, just like Isotope Serica is that brand that you're like, that's a Serica. You don't need to like they don't look like anything else. They're so unique. Like Arodromo. Uh, you see a Serica, you know it's a Serica. There's nothing else that's similar. Their bracelets are so cool and original. And I saw a Serica and we talked to the guy. Uh I really, really liked their the the chronometer version that uh, they had that was recently released. I mean awesome watch and awesome company to own watches from. Mule was amazing as well in terms of quality. Yeah. Not for me, but holy shit, they are like again German built. Like they don't fuck around. It's really, really in the catalog. Yeah. There was one Mule that I really like called the uh, oh, that's a that's interesting. It's a difficult uh, it's a difficult name to pronounce. It's called the Turk <laughs> letters are in there. So there were two that were there. Like I made Rafi Tron one, which was this five hundred meter search and rescue diver. Oh, you guys could see it. It's just like this. The 500 meter search and rescue diver. This thing is just like glorious on the rubber strap. Uh, but then the other one is called, I can't even, is this very Patek Calatrava, uh, the Patek Calatrava gradient dial with the, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the 12, 2, 4, 6, 8. So it's like a gradient dial. That's uh, not the chronograph. And this one is just uh, very much like the Calatrava five two two six that I like. So this one was like twenty six hundred bucks. No, and, isn't there and, like a Teutonia uh, model? This line? is not the Teutonia. It maybe no? it's called the I don't know. It's a hundred meter. Water was it a resistant. Moonface, by the way? No, it's just a regular look. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, I don't know date. Uh, but I tell you about this watch that Mule Glassuit, like the probably like the Longines in Germany to me in a lot of ways. Their watch might be a little bit more expensive, but the watches are. Very expensive MSRP. You can get them on the great market for significantly less. Great quality all around. Um, some watches are home runs. Other than you're like, okay, I guess just part of the catalog. So that's why it makes me think of Longines. But they don't shy away. They're quite original. Yeah. No, yeah, but it makes me think of Longines that way. In the sense that there's some home runs. Right. Other ones are part of the catalog, but they're well built and they're at that great price point. And you could just get it and that's it. I think they have always yeah. have a nautical instrument theme. Yeah, and then they're very cool because they have those uh, mission timers that are bezel-less, which I think is cool, like very original. Again, not for me, but it's Search those watches rescues. are built to survive everything. 100%. Oh, yeah, Mule Glassuit, yeah. And then there's Islander. And then there's Islander. So, but to me, it's Islander, the, the proposition there is like, you like it because you like Mark. But if you didn't know Mark from Long Island watches, you'd be like, okay, What's the difference between this and a really excellent built homage brand? Because their watches are, and I have to give him credit. He's starting to make well, watches. Well, homage brand will have a nicer logo. Yeah, but yeah, he said it. I, I'm, he's unapologetic about that logo. But when you look at Islander, like 
I find that now his designs are starting to have some more originality. He's like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this kind of dial and do this. Initially, it was like, I remember the timing was like the Islander came out when the SKX was discontinued. And it felt like, well, I'm going to give people what they want. And it felt like, okay, it was like a replacement, the SKX. He goes, I'm going to bring in better bracelet, better movement, better this. Because he was already kind of doing it. Remember, he had the SKX. But he goes, here's an SKX with sapphire crystal, a double dome sapphire crystal, upgraded movement. Like he had things to mod it on Long Island yeah. watch. Yeah, for sure. And he was doing that right before. He would change the crystal. He would change the bezel and so on. Exactly. And now he's uh, he kind of replaced it. But he's doing he's doing more stuff. But he has a pilot's watch at this, at this, at this. He has everything. Yeah. To me, and again, it's nothing against Islander really. It's uh, I see them more as like a workshop kind of. Hey, like you want to change your watch? Here's what we can do, right? And it's not necessarily this is like the models that we have. It's it's just a selection of everything, all different possible combinations of colors and bezels and whatever you want to put, you can. He's very that bang is for how buck, I see. Yeah? He's very yeah. bang for buck. Yeah. So you know, like if you were looking for a company that has a model line and very distinct models, it's not that. It's more of a you do what you want. And we can help you do that. And then here's some ideas. Kind of, that's and how you, I see them. And Mark's like the most humble guy ever. Nice, super approachable. Super nice guy, yeah. Wears a hoodie, loves what he does. You know, just Yeah, all. but just in, but in terms of designs, this is not the company you go for designs. Uh, to me, like they have some newer stuff that's nicer, yeah. but it's really hit and miss. Yeah. To me, to me, exactly. Like, like when I looked at their stand, and if you look at their stand, they had a lot of a watches lot. on their stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. It to me, it seemed like a storefront of like AliExpress. <laughs> just, just everything. <laughs> a big storefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a really big storefront. Yeah. He did a collaboration originally with that guy at TGV, right? I think it was called the Range Master or something. Anyway, he did a collaboration there. I think it. I don't know if it did well or sold out. Must have done really well. Anywho, who knows? Anywho, we love Mark. Anyway. <laughs> thank you for joining us this week we hope you enjoyed the show if you like our podcast please make sure to like and subscribe you can find us on instagram at big black clock watch and through email at info at big black clock dot watch happy hunting and we will see you on the next episode